Sure. So it opens up on a scene of like you panning into the room and it pans onto the desk and on the desk there's a leather like satchel or briefcase. Okay. And on that leather briefcase it has in there's a gold plate that says Maddox on it. You see one oriental hand lady grab the right clasp and a white man's hand grab the left clasp. That's all you see are the hands undoing the clasps. They look like they're from one person because of the way they're positioned, but they're two totally different genders. They're two totally different races. They're, di- they're, they're different hands. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But you can't see that. All you just see are the hands. So you're like, what the fuck? Is this one thing? Or like, what the fuck? And it opens. One hand disappears. The other hand lifts open the satchel and pulls out the folded dragon. And that's the introduction to Maddox as the entity, is the entire. And there could be some dialogue in the room before that. But all of those creatures in the room are elements or attitudes or seraphim of Maddox. So the tree of life is going to absolutely be an analogous or a direct example to what this creature is. Like it breaks into its different parts and its different parts have different fucking attitude problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And how uh, many are there in all? There's, uh, there's ten. Well, including the dragon, there's ten. Gotcha, gotcha. But if the dragon was one of the wise men of Gotham, he would count only nine, wouldn't he? But there's a shadow. And the shadow is also can break apart from Maddox. So that makes the 11th spot or Doth, that camel that takes you over the abyss. Because it's less physical, very good than the other elements in the physical realm, being those people and or the paper tri- dragon itself. The shadow is still in the physical world but it seems less elemental. And that's why I want that to be Doth. Does that make sense? So there's 11 points. Point one is the dragon itself. It's also a boat. It's also... uh, it, It literally forms all the characters into it and they can fly away. Or they can all get under it and fly and it's a its own force field. I think that I see what you mean. But they fold it when they're done with it, they fold it up and put it in this briefcase and one of them manages it, which is the captain of the ship, who oftentimes argues with Maddox itself. Do you understand? Like Maddox has its own personality. And is not necessarily like in alignment with the captain, but it will obey the captain because it's a ship. Exactly. But sometimes it will have an attitude about it, so you can get really fucking kitschy with it and make it fun. You know what I mean? Like now, is is have the, the bitch the show the the bit the have the boat bitching the whole way? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be like, so. I told you there was a storm coming. I fucking told you. Get in me. And so they all like fucking like pop, 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 and they all form into the dragon. And like it lifts off the boat, the boat disappears, and it flies above the storm. So is Maddox like the head of the dragon or the entirety of it? Maddox is. It is a paper representation of the entirety of it. It in and itself has its own emotions and so on and so forth. But all those parts have to come together 
in order for it to take one of its numerous forms. One form just being like a shield or like a paper dragon and, and like a parade. Two, being an actual pirate ship. And three, forming all of the people together in it so that it's one giant dragon, literally, that can fly and shit. The cool thing about it is when it's formed like that, it's a very imposing creature, right? But you can see the faces in the fur of the different crew members fighting. Like oh, bitching. No they're they're bitching at each other. They're not angry. Really. You know what I'm saying? They're arguing. Yeah, exactly. But they're arguing while they're the dragon in its entirety. Well, the dragon's doing its thing. It's like this. It's like it's fur internally. It's like you bitch ass. It's like you should have gone left. No, you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like so, there's this constant murmur in the background, and then sometimes like the dragon and the captain will be, "Will you shut up?" <laughs> you know, I'm trying to kick this fucking thing's ass here. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So this is my question: Is the captain one of one of the one of the pieces of the dragon, or is the captain a separate yes. entity? The, the captain, yes. The captain and uh, the captain is dressed just like you would expect, like a monk or a Jedi to dress. There is no waistcoat area, but it is just shrouded and like there's really no definable features. It almost looks just like a shadow, like a grim reaper. Hey, uh, like a grim reaper with the mask all the way down. Very rarely do you get to see the face. Are you in saying... the face of the monk. Yes. Of the captain. Exactly. Is the captain wearing? If you were to take the mask off of the drag, off off of the, if you were to take the mask off, uh, or reveal it off of the captain, mm-hmm. you would see the head of a ho dog. Wait, explain okay. that exactly. What does that look like? A ho dog. A ho dog is the face of the paper dragon. Oh, it's those things that they look like dogs, but they're Japanese dogs, and they're really imposing looking, right? Yes. They're called hohos, or so. They're like it's some stupid like that, right? Okay, and you're and so, saying you're saying underneath the mask, the captain's face looks exactly like the dragon's face, only smaller. But only yes, only smaller, and literally, it, that's really what its face looks like. Is the paper version is an actual representation of what its face looks like. So it is more intrinsically connected. Like, there is no way that this captain can leave this thing. This captain and the boat are, all of them are essentially tied. Like, none of them can leave. Nor none of them would want to because it would cease to exist. They require each other. And the fact that there's so much infighting is what creates so much definition in the character because you need the polarity. Oh, right, of course. Because then then each of them, in, they sort of define themselves in opposition to each other, don't they? Right, right. It, it has to be... It, it, that's right. It has to overcome adversity despite itself, not because it's a god. It's, it's godlike powers are so abstract that it can do there's nothing it can't do do you know what i'm saying like you can no. obviously rewind time <laughs> if it can form into a dragon it could go it can just zoom up into space twice the speed of light at rewound time yes you know it, it has no limitations whatsoever other than the limitations that it has with its own infighting but it itself is merely one of 72 pirates is this correct Yes. It is one of 72 pirates, but it's the whole crew of the ship. Right. So only the captain among them counts himself as one of the 72 then? Or does... Correct. Okay. So that's or, what or, I mean. I would say Maddox. I'd say Maddox. Maddox. Because the captain does not encompass the rest of the characters unless it forms into that paper tiger or paper dragon. Mm, right. So Maddox is the head of the dragon or is Maddox the whole thing at once? Or how does that work? 
Maddox is the whole thing at once, and Maddox is the intention behind the crew. Okay. So how would Maddox appear then? Maddox is in a briefcase. Oh. And they have to open it mm-hmm. and unfold it, and then they get under it. Or a couple things happen. Maddox is a briefcase laying on the captain's desk, and it's the boat. And when they all get off the boat, the uh, captain's carrying the briefcase, and poof, the ship disappears. Whoa. Okay. Is the captain still there? Yeah, the captain's walking down the dock with the rest of the crew holding Maddox in the briefcase. Okay, and how many are there total there? Nine. Nine men, including the captain. No, 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 okay. No, okay. Yes, including the captain. Maddox is 10. Exactly, okay. Uh, or, 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 wait, wait, hold on. Maddox is 10 and its shadow is 11. Oh, interesting. Okay. So the shadow is actually its own sentient entity then? Absolutely. It can absolutely, it can argue. It can absolutely be the absolute opposition, the enemy of Maddox. Mm-hmm. It can be its friend. Yeah. It can do its bidding. Um, it's all on how you relate to it because it is not, that is not Maddox. It is part of Maddox. But that's like saying the part of me that wants to kill the person that killed my grandchild is the same part of me that loves my grandmother. Right. Yes, they're both parts of me, but they're diametrically opposed. But in appearance, this is the shadow of the briefcase, right? Is that how it appears on the screen? Yes. Yes. The shadow of the briefcase. The shadow of the briefcase is always the dragon. Oh, interesting. So the, the the shadow is shaped like a dragon's shadow, you mean? Always. Always. Yes. Always. And when they're walking down a hall, like all of them, yeah. you don't see their shadows. You see the shadow of the dragon. Oh, no way. They share the same shadow. Okay. So that was what I was wondering. Was yeah. like, is this a small dragon that's appearing like underneath the captain's, right. like, beside it, the captain's it, feet? It, Right, it can't be the eight members in the captain's shadows because then there would be nine new shadows. Right. There can only be one shadow for Maddox. And so, 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 and that's all of them. Right. So they all share a single shadow. But keep in mind, mm-hmm. at certain points of the day, they can spread apart, and they can reform the world so that when Maddox is together, it can fucking just do whatever the fuck it wants. Okay. So does anything change? You like know, uh, you mentioned that the ship disappeared. Now was the ship an illusion, or was the ship part of them? Ship is Maddox. Mm. So when the ship right. is there, do their shadows appear or not? Sure, um, okay, that's the only place where the nine individual shadows will occur is on the ship. Oh. And the reason for that is because the ship itself is what is the shadows being projected on. It's just mm-hmm. a self projection of the self being yeah. projected on the self. Right. So it can exist only on there. And they should be puzzled. Mm-hmm. This should be a mystery to them. They can't figure out why the... Like it should be later on in the episode that why that that their tenth that the eleventh uh, character is actually the shadow. So you know what this means? And it has been what's wreaking so much havoc. I'm thinking of this as a cinematographer. Here's what I would here's here's a scene you could do, right? So if their individual uh-huh. shadows only appear on the ship, right? Then there could be some right. sort of scene. You know, maybe they fight some sort of sea creature or something, or, or they or they encounter a foe that has, like, air blaster weapons, but one of them gets thrown up into the air, right? Uh-huh. Well, okay, so how does the ship cast a shadow on the water? Because the ship has its own shadow, right? You know the what I mean? The shadow of the ship is a dragon. Is a dragon. Oh, of course. Okay. But, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, of course. So on the ocean, yeah. the shadow is a dragon. This would be weird to execute if it's not animated. Yeah, it can be done live action. I'm, I'm bartering for it. I think I want at least some live action characters. I agree. Here's what I, I think. It I could think be an animated world. Be. 
It could be an animated sure, world. Elements of it should be animated because it'll make it timeless. Yes. So here's what I'm like thinking is caterpillar. I don't want anyone underage on 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 board the crew, right? So you gotta be no. You gotta be 21, I think. You gotta be 21. I think even 18 is too young, to be honest. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, Maybe I'm wrong. But what I think is there will still be children who are characters in the story, but they will be cartoons. Do you get it? Okay. Voiced by adult women. That's that's the old radio theater way. Back in the day when right. they used to do radio theater before cartoons, uh, the women would yeah. always do the voices of the children because they could do it. And there might be boys, right? It might be like a protagonist of the show. The show's all about him. But it's actually this lady who's doing his voice. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. So it's going to be like that more or less. But the adults, the adults will be live action human beings if they're in human form. If there's some sort of fantasy appearance, then obviously that could be either animated or 3D CGI or the real person. Or you know what I mean? Like it can, yeah, one of those or something. Yeah. But okay, so, uh... but I mean, but you could do this with high end CGI. If If the budget was sufficient and if the market could bear it, you could actually have a totally realistic, like a real, you could film this as a real wooden ship on the real ocean, right? You could even film it yes. in the Mediterranean. And then yes. and then use CGI graphics after after effects, you know, to to transform the shadow of that ship into the shadow of a dragon. Yeah. So there's a man on board the ship and he casts an ordinary shadow just like you normally would from the lights and the set and all that. Right. But when right. but when he gets thrown into the air, either by a tentacle or a blaster cannon or something. Well, the camera could yeah. the camera could pan away to the shadow of what's happening on the water, right? And you see like what, yeah. like some sort of spine reach out of the dragon's back or something. Like how would that man be represented, right? Because he's he's positioned in a geometrical sense further away from the ship, but because the shadow's projected on the ocean, not onto the ship, he has to have part of the dragon represent him. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, this this is totally in line. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so the nine of them are walking up the hillside. I feel like it's a city. It's like a small Mediterranean town or something, right? They're like near the coast because yeah. the yeah. ship just disappeared. It was in the dock. They're walking up this upper hill, I believe, nine men and a briefcase. They have one shadow together that so, is the appearance of a dragon. So check it out because they, they only pull into port at night so the ship can disappear. Mm -hmm. And when they pull into port, if they avoid street lights, they can go and do Maddox's bidding for the next day. Oh, because right. there's no shadow. Otherwise, people will look at them and think they're vampires. Yes. So that's what I was wondering. Is well, how do these nine men appear? You mentioned that the captain looks like a monk who has a skull for a mask, right? Yes. All right. Who are the other eight? <sighs> um completely like gender neutral like and when I say gender neutral I mean male and female binary crew just weathered yes I want a Japanese lady who's like closely connected to the monk cause I want it to be where essentially the the boat is the godhead. The monk captain is is uh, the chakma, and I want there to be an Oriental female character to play Binha. I see. Now you're mentioning these these are the Sephiroth of the Kabbalistic Tree of Life. Is this true? That's correct. So is Maddox a Jew? Uh, he's from Mesopotamian de descent, uh, but spent much time. Uh, there's elements of it that uh, in, in, insinuate uh, incantation, incantation of Hermes Trismegistus. Okay, that's what I'm wondering. Because here's the thing, right? Is Hermes is the is is the is the Messiah of the Sabians, if I recall correctly. I might have that wrong. 
but I don't refer to any notes when I'm live on the air. By the way, Maddox, welcome to my show. We're about uh, 19 and a half minutes in, and I'm pleased to have you here. Now, I, I really... I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I mean, you are an officer and a gentleman of proportions that has rarely seen amongst our peers. Thank you ever so much, sir. I, I try not to think of myself as an officer anymore, but I suppose that that will sometimes come into my job description, of course. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. Is a captain really an officer or is an officer only the underlings? Like, I mean, the top-level underlings. Right. You, what's your definition? Right. Is the captain a servant? Mm, I think not. I think he plays a servant at misrule. You know what I mean? It flips over for two weeks. So, so the lowest and the highest to switch places at Christmas, you know? Yeah. That's the whole point of the story. It's nothing to do with the, with the Messiah complex or with human sacrifice or anything like that. It's just about an explanation about how things reverse over. So God becomes a baby and, 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 and magician kings become, become uh, questing, uh, questing knights, you know? Yeah. And that's the tale of the three kings. And, that, and it doesn't mean anything else than that, honestly. It doesn't really connect with the rest of the story. And they shouldn't call him Jesus Christ. It's just the baby in the, in the cradle who's God, you know? Uh, so whoever your God is, right? Because here's the thing, right? It's the pirates. There's four real religions among the pirates, you know? There's Christendom. There's Islam. There's the Jews. And there's heathenry or, or the unfaithful or whatever they are. And it's all kinds of other religions that they just sort of throw in a bag because they're Abrahamic-centric people, you know? It's the Mediterranean. And because of how history worked out, I mean, it was the 16th century already. And those guys sort of got lumped into one bag. But there were a whole bunch of them, you know? Uh, so yeah. there's... You know, the Hindus, they count as heathens, of course. And any, like, traditional, like, shamans or wizards of, of like, ancient Europe, like, who happen to be pirates, they, they fit into that as well, you know? Uh, so that's what, yeah. I, what I ask is, like, which religion of the four quadrants does Maddox represent? There's also the fairies, but a real fairy pirate is rare to be found. Okay, so... I'm the only I one. Ha <laughs> ha! Back each, to you, sir. Each corner of the known world encompasses one aspect of Maddox. Oh shit, Maddox is trying to totalize on us. So that sounds like something that a a Jew would do. Although actually the Muslims like to do it too with the with the Sufidom. So so okay, so Maddox is not Christian because a Christian would rather be caught on fire tied to a pool than to claim to be God. But Maddox has no problem with that. So Maddox is either a Jew or a Muslim for sure. So Maddox say a little bit more. Well, he could be a heathen, actually. There's some heathens that believe in totality, but a lot of them don't, so I'll let you keep going. Yeah, um... The mere effigy of Maddox itself lends us to believe it's of, like... Buddhist or Hindu traditions. Okay. However, I am going to say the monk is a master brew beer, right? A master brew beer from Germany. <laughs> That's the captain. Yeah. So they're all different, like, uh, races, is that right? Because there's a Japanese woman you mentioned. There's seven more, aren't yeah. there? Yeah. Who are the other seven? One's an Eskimo. Nice. Um, one's a Spaniard. Okay. Five more. Um, one's... A Moor? The Moorish people, you mean the dark-colored uh, persons who came up yeah. uh, through Spain? Yeah. Yes. One is um, from Iraq. Which was once Babylon, yes? So is he a modern Iraqi, though, or like a post-British man? I mean, you mentioned Iraq by particular. Yes, he's influenced by British uh, rule. I see. What for the last three, then? 
One's a Jamaican. Alright. I can jive with that. Um, one of them is like a pygmy. It's, it's like it's uh, a little person. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're discolored. They're colored gray. Oh. What sort of appearance? Like what? What's what's his nationality and so forth? It's impossible to tell because it has red eyes. It's gray, and it has wings that unfold. But you, it walks around. You can't tell it has wings, but it has wings. And it is the base of the wings that fly Maddox. I so see. even though it looks like the smallest part, it carries like one of the. It is one of the most important elements of Maddox, and all of the other elements of Maddox will do what they can to protect it, including the captain, because the captain will go down with the ship. But if those wings go down. The whole ship goes down. Very good, sir. And who's the last man? Um, John Smith. John Smith, the fam- the famous Englishman, you mean? Yeah. Who who supposedly wed Pocahontas? Very good, sir. All right. So is it is it eight men and one woman? Is the Japanese lady the only female among them? Pocahontas was one of the was the woman. But she wasn't an Eskimo, was she? Or was she disguised as a Japanese? Oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? We've mentioned nine people now, and Maddox is the tenth, so there's no one left. Unless unless she's a guest on the ship, that could be possible. I mean, she and John Smith weren't one person, were they? Because Maddox should be able to carry other people if it turns into a ship, you know, when it's not a briefcase. What if? Right, because is Maddox the ship, or is what is the ship? I guess that's my question. Matt, all right, so Maddox transforms into either a ship. It, it can either turn into this briefcase, which you literally just fold out a tiger, or a uh, dragon. Yes. Or... Everyone can get together and say an incantation, and they're like, plunk, 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 all into this actual being. This is giant, you know, uh, 18-armed fucking, like, it's got wings that sprout all the way down it once it gets the original wings on its shoulders being the... So once the small person or the little person jumps on the shoulders of the uh, the monk, everything just like it doesn't matter what happens. This is like they all poof and just like pump, 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 fly into this thing, and it like every set of arms and every person that just flies into it, it just gets taller. Right. And so, like, if on the boat it turns into the entity, yeah, it will be flying, and the boat will disappear, and everyone fighting on the boat will fall in the water. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. You know what I'm saying? And then I can just like torch them because they can breathe fire. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I they think... can also shoot cannonballs. Yes, of course. Certainly. You know what I mean? Is this a good point for me to ask sometimes you? Sometimes it's confused about what state it's in. Yeah. It doesn't know if it's a boat or a drag. Like, especially at the changeover, it's going through a DMT sort of experience of transformation or transmutation. 
so that it's like it's like what am I again? I'm like, uh, am I seeing fire? Can't fuck it. Bam, 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 bam. You know? <laughs> All right, Maddox, we're coming up to a break now here, so give me just a couple moments. I need to describe to the audience what I'm doing. I'm about to light up my final cigarette here. This episode is sponsored by Natural American Spirit, made with organic tobacco, sky smooth taste, and a charcoal filter. That's what you really need to think about because it's sustainably grown, thoughtfully crafted. Well, charcoal filter is a lot better than cotton because the cotton ones can get particles in your lungs you don't want there. Uh, and I think that the uh, tobacco is whole leaf and organic. But let me read what it says on the back of the box. We work yeah, closely with our farmers. I mysteriously bought a pack of American spirits even though I don't smoke. Whoa. And I'm going to partake with you. All right. Don't light up yet. Let me finish the, let me finish the statement then, and then we'll say a prayer together. How about that? I love that. The mind controllers have fallen all the way down. So let me tell you something here. When you talked about the midget jumping onto the back of, of the captain, right? Is that how it works? Yes. At that exact moment, the book that I had setting up on my desk, which was Journey of Souls, where Michael Newton fell to one side and became covered up by, by postage from the Department of Transportation. And then just now, when you talked about how you had your cigarettes there and how we were going to smoke together, that book fell all the way down onto the floor, says, and I can't even see it anymore. So fuck the mind controllers, fuck the loop through time. Anyone can get off this planet if they fucking feel like it. Now, so I'm going to read the back of the box and then we'll light up together after uh, you and, no, not me, just you since you're the guest, uh, make sort of a, a wish for all our audience. But here's the ad then. Natural American spirit, sustainably grown, thoughtfully crafted. We work closely with our farmers to produce these cigarettes with simply the finest whole leaf tobacco and water, organically farmed with the earth in mind. Explore how it's made at americanspirit.com. All right, so how, how should we bless these cigarettes then? This is my last cigarette, and it's your first one, is that right? Yeah. Well, here, let's look. If you look... The, the images that I sent to you. Yeah. Uh, you have an image coming through right now, which is a piece of art that I just made, but you'll see an image called Natural Spirits, and it has a number three and nine next to it. And it is a picture of a person melded into a tree. You see this? Oh, yes. Uh, nature Spirits. Yeah, I do indeed. Okay. I would like you to walk up to a tree that you feel comfortable with. See the spot that your hand is waiting for. Yes. And with your non-dominant hand, put it on there. I'm able to balance my phone while I light my cigarette. Yes. But I'm touching this tree. I'm looking at natural spirits and I've seen the face inside. And I'm realizing that this thing communicates through roots beneath the ground. Lives much longer than I do. I'm a flea to its existence. And yet it's willing to share its wisdom and love with me. If I share my wisdom and love with it. Let's light up. Let's light up. Oh, yeah, mine was just a third of a cigarette because I squeezed out some of the tobacco to make a hand rule before. Cool. Nice. This is good. So, it came time for me to get a new phone. And I was definitely going to get a Samsung, right? Yeah. But there's this deal where we would own our phones outright. It would cost us nothing. Uh, we save like $80 on our monthly bill with brand new phones already paid for. Um, we get free Netflix, free AAA, free Apple TV, free all these things. Um, but I wanted to get a Samsung, but in order to do and get all these deals, yeah. I had to get another Apple. I had to get an Apple 14. And so I was like, look, I'm going to put this in your hands, Shannon. You can make the decision. And she talked me into the Apple. Interesting. Is that not 
a little weird symbolically. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, no, he's a Jew for sure. Maddox is a Jew. I can tell it. You're talking about the Adam and Eve mythology, aren't you? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, so tell me, tell me what that means to you then, because I know every person, I mean, I, I honestly know Christians better than Jews, and they both use that story. I don't know if the Muslims do much, but I think they do occasionally. The heathens don't know it. So how does it go? Well, to me, it's like, it's, uh, so I've been to these places, these stories took place, right? So it's hard for me to believe that they haven't actually existed. Right, but it's analogous to stories that were pre-Atlantis. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these have always existed. And the flood existed long, long before. So I think the New Testament and the Old Testament are so completely different, but both absolutely pertinent, right? Mm -hmm. I just don't think they should be thrown into one book. Yes, okay. that's the Jew in me. See, I'm also absolutely 100% Christian. So I guess what would you call me, Orthodox? No, dude. I'd say you're a meta. You're a meta religionist. You have two religions, right? Yeah. That works, dude. So here's the thing, right? So there's four quadrants, and then there's the secret fifth. That's the fairies, right? Well, obviously, yeah. anyone can be a part of any religion, but they don't have to tell the truth about it if it's not safe to do so unless their religion or their or their vow to some other organization requires them to be truthful about it, right? So that's one mm-hmm. thing. Another one is you can be a member of more than one religion at once. To be a triple Abrahamicist is hard because you got to do the prayers to Mecca every day. And you also have to, uh, I don't know what Jews do on the daily, but the Christians have to, have, to, uh, have to pray to God and at least once a week make confession, you know. Yes. Now the heathens, they all have their well, own thing and it's thousands of different it? approaches, you know. So you'd have to throw me into kind of like the Buddhist philosophy because I have the 64 rituals that I carry out in a day in reality. I think Maddox needs to do that as well, and it will have a lot easier time doing that with nine people. Okay, so you're saying that Maddox is a heathen, a Christian, and a Jew. Yes. There's no Islam in it. How is that? Is, does he... Yes. Does, does he subscribe to yes. Islam or not? Yes. He does. He's a fourfold pirate. Yes. That's fantastic. Well, that helps you a lot. That gives like there's a lot of power to behold there. If you can balance all four, you know, it's tricky. So you're saying Buddhism is is his particular flavor of heathenry, though. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. That makes a lot or of sense. Satanism. To me. Or Satanism. Well, Satanism is a portion of Christianity, though. Right, right. It's uh, right. I'm just trying to like uh, modernize it. Sure, 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 sure. But I mean, like Satanry, because I've talked to some Satanists, because I, I, I don't believe in Satan, and so I love debating them. And and they, yeah, no, they, 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 they use a lot of heathen symbols, but they don't know what they mean. You know what I mean? They're definitely Christian. Okay. Like they appropriate it. Yeah. You know, they they say, oh, we're the Sumerian gods, or, or this or that, but they don't know anything about it. And you can tell it's all for sham. Just the way that the Christian, okay. just the way that the white Christians, you know, the good guys or whatever, they used to say, oh, well, our, our dying and resurrecting God is your dying and resurrecting God. You know, it's like whoever you're trying to take over, you claim to be them. Well, they knew that I believed in heathenry, so they used heathen examples. I didn't tell them I was a fairy because I never play like that unless, you know, I have to, for example. So at misrule, I have to admit everything, so I always do. Um, but during the rest of the year, fuck that. Uh, play safe, my friends, play safe. Well, we've got, uh, just so you know, we're sort of rounding on to the fourth quarter of today's show. So we can kind of take this in a different direction. How? What sort of direction would you like to take it? Um, I'm actually going to get off the phone. Oh, even better, man. Well, that's great because then I'll get to monologue for the for the last few bits, or we could do a musical interlude because since we didn't do any any music yet, so uh, so I can pipe up the band or whatever whatever your time frame is, we can make it happen. Okay, sounds good. I'll spend you some shit. Fantastic, my man. All well, right, we'll see you later. Thank you ever so much, Maddox, for showing up here today. I hope. Uh, my si- Thank my you. My hat's on. Ah, and my hat's on. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. Till then. Bye. 5 p.m., right? We're talking at 5? I think that's what he agreed. Anyway, and never mind about that. Uh, oh, he did send me one more picture, friends. It was of a, it was of a, a honeycomb uh, cut into cardboard and so forth. And it's got one, two, three, four, five. It's got ten 
10 quadrants that are filled, there's a smaller honeycomb beneath like a lower row of half hexagons. And then there's a open uh, row of hexagons at the top. So the lower left is a downward pointing triangle. Above that is some sort of uh, mathematical, well, no, it's three lines of text with, with symbols preceding them and symbols, four symbols. So, so it's a three by four grid. Okay, is what I'm sort of seeing there. Oh, vibration, energy, frequency, vibration. Those are the top three words. And then and then it's got uh, symbols for that. Oh, and it's the three of them equal a square. That's it. That's what it says at the bottom is an equation. E, F, no, it's not there. It's the lines. I'm not sure. Anyways, then uh, then the second one on the bottom from the left is, is, the, is the Maddox symbol, uh, which is the hexagram with a very tall infinity straight through the middle. Uh, nine equals v i think or maybe we've got the you know i shouldn't try to interpret the symbols it's hard to see from here anyway it's all there uh and then and then top center we've got a, a vertical triangle upright so top center did i say second from the left on the top row uh third the middle one the middle one on the no it's not middle it is yeah because it's five by five uh the middle one on the bottom is 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 the upright uh triangle oh interesting uh with a line through it that means air doesn't it with a, i missed something in the lower left one there all the way in the left there's actually a vertical triangle hidden behind it, but it's offset slightly, slightly to the right. So it's kind of interesting. It's not a perfect hexagram, and you can barely see the vertical one. But anyways, continuing onward, uh, the middle one on the top is is an Icelandic kind of thing. It's an Icelandic cross, I suppose, with the sort of like the, the, the pitchforks on the corners. And then uh, second from the right on the bottom is two circles just barely intersecting. Second from the right on the top is, is sort of the bow tie. I mean, the two uh, triangles tip to tip uh sideways uh pyramid sort of forth then on the the last one on the right on the bottom is is like a is like a, a runic b laid on its back or the mountains of mashu or two pyramids side by side that's me captain jack and at the bottom i mean the last one i mean we've got the sign of earth isn't it the the, uh, the very top right i mean pointing downward though that's the one human birth now my friends i've got some private messages that i'm going to read to you right now uh, Zumi just texted me. He said, I bought five to six trickster history slash origins studies type books. Just never read them. Uh, a little while before, Exile to Shot messaged me and said, it's the manga where they're trying to find a corpse, parts of Jesus Christ to control the destiny of the United States under the cover of some old West horse race. Crazy Japanese shit that makes Alan Moore look like a little bitch. Uh, Zumi just messaged me again. He says, I never found the Discordian vein super interesting, but that is where you get the circus history. Makes sense. Nomadic sent me some audio just now, and I think we'll play that for the crowd. Let's see what the length of this thing is. Uh, oh, he's sending me more. All right, so there's a bit of a playlist in. We've got a few songs, and he's calling me back. Hang on, here he comes. Maddox is back. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, sir, again. Hello, hello. Maddox, welcome. I, I just received from you a number of recordings. Is this right? Yeah, I sent you some four pieces of music. I'm going to read the titles real quick, and then you can maybe say something to introduce it for, for everyone. Uh, score 18 by Monkey Crumble on hashtag SoundCloud. Or maybe I shouldn't be saying the monkey bit. Uh, how about for you? Is that is that the public name or is that secret? That's, I mean, that's fine. I mean, uh, Monkey Crumble is the moniker of the captain. Oh, I see. So monkey crumbles the monkey in the in the in the in the in the screen mask or whatever. Right. So the idea is like, okay, that mask. This, if you look, you'll see that mask. Right. It's actually a mask of Ganesh. Right. Oh, I see. You mean the the picture that's a, on on SoundCloud? You mean? Right. Yes. So that's what Maddox's head really should look like. Uh, or, okay. or the captain. A red elephant with green eyebrows, you mean? Yes. Okay. And that's what it looks like and when he takes off eye. the mask, or that's the mask that he wears? Uh, that's his face. Behind the mask. Right. The, the mask is a hood, so you don't really ever see it. It just looks like a monk. Okay. You just see, like, the end of the trunk floating around. So no skeleton then. Um, no skeleton. Okay, I kind of like that. So just the trunk sticks out of the. Oh shit, dude! So it's like a it's like a hooded monk with a trunk sticking out. Yeah. And the trunk is like basically like pretty suntanned or bright red or something. Yes, yeah, right, right. 
that's pretty good. It could be a tongue. It almost has like a mind of its own, too. So do they call him Captain Crumble, then? Yeah. Captain Crumble. All right, then. Well, here we've got uh, four songs Uh, for Captain Crumble. Okay, but does this make sense what Monkey Crumble is? I'm not sure. Tell me, though. Okay. I mean, for me, the monkey and the elephant are often associated. the evolution of Homo sapiens sapiens to what we are next. The monkey is crumbling. And we are evolving as a crew into this new god form. That's deep. That's deep. I want to do another ad uh, for Rose. Austin native, Austin unique. Donations upon me, please, by appointment. Answers, insight, and original tarot readings and channeled writing. Uh, There's a phone number, but I'm not going to say it. Instead, I'll give the email. It's uh, grunionsgrace at yahoo.com. Back to you, sir. That's great. What an awesome thing to be able to provide as a sponsorship. You know, for people who might not be able to navigate the wisdom before their own eyes, to be able to have someone that has an ability to peek in to the wisdom language to be able to offer that as comfort or guidance to someone that doesn't have that ability. You're right. You're saying wisdom's a technology. Mm-hmm. And a skill you can learn. Mm-hmm. People make it so mysterious and so forth, but it's really not. It's just a it's just a it's just a technique. You just flex it until you're strong at it. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I'm rolling up a joint right here, actually. Uh, we, yeah. We still haven't talked about your music, and and the show. Just so you know, the show is always you know just 52 minutes. So I've got uh, how much time here? About five minutes to go. How long are these songs all together? Maybe we'll yeah. What's the total combined length? Uh, uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Okay. Um, is there is there which one? If we could, would you prefer we would like sample a brief bits of each of them or, or play part of one? Um, if we're gonna listen to it right now. Do fuck this week. FTW. FTW. Perfect. You know what? Let me see if uh, I'm trying to figure out. How I can, oh, you know what? I can play this somehow. Uh, can you send it to my email address? And then I'll play it on my other device. That way we'll finish off with all three devices together. Um, so it's sotscast at pm.me. S-O-T-S-C-A-S-T at protonmail.com. Hi. Okay. Okay, and what's the email again? Sotscast at pm.me. Private message me, get it? Or Proton actually. S-O-T-S. Yes. There we go. Sots. Which means all the misrule kings. There you go. Okay, awesome. Did you get it? Let me grab my second thing. Uh, I just rolled a joint. I just rolled a joint, so I'm gonna smoke this while we while we listen to it. I think. Okay. Uh, and actually, we're not gonna listen to it. We're gonna pretend to listen to it because for the audio mixologists, they gotta add the music in at the end, you know. Um, yeah. How long is this track, though? Just so we know. In minutes or seconds, or so. On. Um, it is 2 minutes and 38 seconds. Alright, let's pretend we already started playing it at about 48 minutes in. You said 2 minutes and 30 seconds? Yeah. Alright, alright, perfect. Uh, anything you want to say during the- let's just, let's just be quiet, I'll shut up and listen to it, huh? Smoking mysterious Midwestern weed of unknown provenance and origin, but I can tell it's sativa from the way that it gives me speed.
What's interesting about this song is there's a 17th beat added into the uh, verses. So when you expect it to turn around, it doesn't. It has one more bar, bar rap. It's a 17 bar phrase. And this is one of those instances where the bass line is in a different time signature than the other element, so that it gives it longer emotion. enjoyed that that was ftw by monkey crumble uh all right maddox you know uh we've got we've got just about two you know a minute and a half recording here uh what what would you like to sort of leave the people with uh for tonight the next chance you get to look at someone in the eye smile that's lovely all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, persons of every description, all those listening here in time and in space, I hope all of you have had a, a very nice time so far. I mean, we're only beginning. We're working our way forward, if you know what I mean. This has been Sotscast episode uh, 48, I do believe. Uh, sorry, I've got that entirely wrong. Uh, no, my friends, it's only Sotscast 85. You know, uh, we do it for a song, if you know what I mean. Now, uh f- That's how it plays, my friends. So, yeah, if you want to send a donation to us, we're always accepting donations. But, haha, by this episode, we never don't have a proper donation net. So, instead, send your donation to the homeless of Ireland. Just kind of look them up on the internet. There's a whole bunch of different charities that'll kind of help you mediate it. Or if you're actually in Ireland, you can find a person who's homeless and give it to him. And by give it to him, I don't mean beat him up or sexually assault him, even though that's what he's used to. I mean, hand him silver coins. If you've got a silver coin that has the face of Helio Gabalus on it, you are a wealthy man. So you should make him wealthy by giving him your Helio Gabalus silver denarii if you happen to have them. If you don't, contact me. Uh, sotscast at pm.me I also have NFTs for those who only believe in digital technology and don't believe in silver but I think silver is great uh, silver, uh, silverware is great in fact too you should bring some with you next time you go to the restaurants because oh goodness we're overrun but yeah dude they, they, they're poisoning you with what they put in the dishwashing machines alright it's 5236 my producers want to kill me so I better sign off ladies and gentlemen thank you ever so much and good night